You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Water Into Wine podcast. We are so excited you're here. And today, we are talking about red flags in friendships, right, Ketley? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. I know. We've dealt with our red flags and friends, right? And I'm pretty sure y'all have, too. We've all been there, done that, and dealt with friend breakups. And we're definitely going to talk about that. I've actually asked people for their crazy friend stories, too. So before we read those, because I wanted to... Ketley doesn't know that I asked y'all for that. Because she doesn't (laughs) watch my Instagram story as much as y'all do. (laughs) I love them. I love them, though. I still do. I know. You do. You do. But you probably didn't see that I asked that today, because I literally just asked it today and I know you were busy but I got everyone's crazy friend stories but before we read those because there's some crazy ones like there's somewhere I'm like oh my gosh how do you feel safe (laughs) but also not even like scary but some of them are just like weird like yeah and I mean like they make movies off of like really weird like friend friendships and all of that so I can only imagine what's actually and I guess I thought like a lot of people had crazy friends in high school and like it's hard because there's crazy friends in high school that's either like crazy immature like you know when we look back on like or high school crap or like okay that was crazy but that was immature like I get a pass because I was 14 15 like I posted that tweet I did that like you know there's crazy immature but there's like just crazy crazy you know well like now at this point we're in college post-grad all of that and I feel like crazy it's not cute anymore like you can back in like middle school you can be like yeah I was in middle school I was like kind of yeah, dumb I or whatever posted pictures of me crying like, whatever but like now it's kind of like okay you're an adult you cannot be living like this like, it's, it's scary because these people are like Actual adults. Well, it's like have some dignity, especially. Mm. Okay, so I want to hear your crazy friend stories. Oh my goodness, where do I even begin? I feel like okay, so this is like back in elementary school. I remember I was in church and we had this like fun little friend group, and all of our parents were like on the board and pastors and all of that stuff. So we all got really close. And basically, what happened? There was this dude that like had a crush on me, and. He wasn't my type, wasn't funny, kind of awkward, like all this stuff. And I wasn't like dating at all. But all my friends, they were dating. So they were like, Ketley, you have to ask him out just to say that you have a boyfriend, just to say you have a boyfriend. And I wasn't about it. So I was, I kept rejecting, kept rejecting. And then out of nowhere, they all come running up to me. He's like, hey, you have a boyfriend now. And they basically told him that I wanted to date him. Without ever telling me that I, well, they knew I, it was a big like no. Like the girl who throws the, you know, there's always that girl and there's that girl's in high school and it still happens who like throws you under the bus to look cool for guys. Oh, it was definitely one of those things. And I had to be the one to go up to him and break up with him after like, what, four hours? Yeah, that's only like, you that they're actually in love with you. Usually be like, she's crazy. She likes you. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to stay away from her. Like, no. that's what, they like also screwed over that guy. Well, it, I felt so bad because he did not need that. But like, we're not. over here playing with his feelings and they thought it was funny the whole time. It, they thought it was hilarious. Also, I think especially there's like the sensitive, especially when you're growing up. Because how old were you during this? That had to be like, like middle school. Oh, yeah. Well, like, especially at that age when you're so insecure about, like, your hormones, your feelings with boys. Like, there was always those girls who were just, like, oh, that, like, actually makes me so annoyed. That reminds me. Okay. So one of my, was that it for that crazy friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do anything else? Oh, no. Well, okay. Well, I had to go through the whole, like, breakup yeah. with him. And he he honestly took it really bad. Yeah. So it was just super so awkward. Like, Middle school. He, like, <laughs> I hope he he's drew listening. out. I really hope he's listening. He drew out 
a comic book version of the breakup. It was really weird because he basically boxed out like this, the me walking up to him, me saying that I broke up with him. Oh my gosh, and that's then like his the most middle was, school thing ever. No, it was book. crazy. I'd be flattered. I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, that's like a nice little picture of me. Thanks. But was like, I skinny in the photo? He, well, when he drew me breaking up with him, he added oh no. devil horns and like crazy. It was bad. Okay, that's like, okay. no, it was, it was such Actually, a bad it was scenario. Church. Like that's like, oh that's yeah, sacrilegious. we were all uh, crazy church kids. Crazy you know, church kids. Love them. Gotta love us. a little too much about the devil in Sunday school that day. Oh my gosh. It was a mess. Okay. But I have to hear about yours. Okay. So there is, and it's hard cause I'm like, it's hard to like, I don't, I, this girl might be listening, I'm sure. But, like, I hope you're doing well, honey. I really do. <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best. But in high school, I think I was really weird in ninth and 10th grade, like the edge seat girl. Like, you know that girl who was, like, kind of had a friend group? but Wait, was always edge on the, seat girl? I, I mean, no one's ever called it that, but I called what? that. Like, sitting that. on the edge yeah. of the lunch table. Like, I never was oh. on the end. Like, I always was trying to be included. It's like, kind of like the sidewalk place. when it's three of you guys and you guys eat. Like, yeah, you do the little bounce pushed. on the grass. Yeah. Like, you know, that was literally my life. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I was obsessed, unhealthy with looking cute. And I suddenly had boys interested in me. And I remember we went on a vacation together. And there was this guy who obviously hit on me on this vacation. And she was there, too. She came with me. And I'll never forget when we got back into town. He told me, like, he texted me out of the blue that she was texting him, like, mean things about me. And sent me, he sent me the screenshot. Oh, my gosh. And was like. He's he, loyal. Yeah. Also, I kind of appreciate that. I right. Was like, That's so respectful. I was like, he's like, because also, I'm like, you will never see this guy again. Yeah. You were so pissed that he liked me more. And this girl always had a boyfriend. I think she had a boyfriend during this time. And I was That's like, you're so pissed funny. that this one guy saw me and liked me. That you were like, he was like, and she also, she always made fun of me for being prude. Uh, like. Wait, this like, was like a week long vacation, so it was literally just like a blip, and she was yeah, and we were never, we have not seen him again before ever. Like, and like he was like, I just want you to know, like, she was like kind of talking crap, like, and like said I was. I respect that so much. Whoever you are, if you're out there listening, oh, he actually lives in Florida. I've oh. thought, you know, when when Morgan Wallen's like Seven Summers song came out, and mm-hmm. it was like Seven Summers ago, I met this girl. Like now she's doing great. I looked him up. He has a girlfriend. And I'm like, I would tell slid in his DMs and be like, Hey, hey, babe, hope you're doing good. Thanks for sticking out for Rem- me. Remember Appreciate our vacation. That. <laughs> um, but sadly, you know, and he lives pretty close. But maybe one day, one day, I will not be cheering for anyone's demise. But she also, this was an issue we had too is another trip we were on uh, this is when i was like kind of seeing someone i found out that during that trip like they would read my texts my friends they figured out my password and they would read my texts and so i was talking like i'm annoyed with my friends like this guy i was seeing and then she came at me mad and she goes yeah you were just talking crap about us to blank <gasps> like the guy let's call him jeff you're talking crap about us to jeff and i was like how do you know i was talking crap about you to jeff and like I saw her face, I'm like, you read through my text. And I literally, finally, this was senior year, I went off. I was like, that is crazy. Like, that is psycho. The fact that, and so when I went to college, it was always the joke that I, like, my friends could see. I'd get so nervous. I would not leave my phone. Like, I, like, would always hold it. And, like, I'd be like, okay, guys, I literally think at one point I was like, I just don't want you to read my text. And they're like, Grace, like, one, what are you hiding? Two, <laughs> right. <laughs> two, like, why would we do that? And then, okay, gets even crazier. This girl followed my college friends on social media. And then one time when one of my best friends, Britta, posted a picture of me, she messaged her and said something negative about me. And then Britta didn't show me because it was so mean. Like, she was just like, Aww. like, it was something that was, like, close to the heart. And then, yeah. to make it worse, that girl messaged me and goes, hey, what, Brit- what I told Britta was I was just joking. 
Oh she, my god. Cuz I didn't see it and like she was trying to cover it up and I'm like it's fine, it's whatever. It's not but fine. But I'm like the fact that you know and you and Brenda's like I didn't want to show you cuz I thought it was kind of mean. And I'm like okay, that's one a good friend, too. Right. Like I was like Anyways, I think she means well. You know, I don't really think she don't, means well. Don't justify uh, it. Mean girls are mean girls. And it's just, I, it's just hard. I But there was like, I think there's probably people listening to this. You have crazy friend stories. And like, you're like, not. I don't want to call it trauma. Because there's a lot of people who have a lot more trauma. But like, you're stressed from that. Like, barfs onto your current friendships. And I'll never forget... I literally was, me and my roommate had bunk beds in college because we were both broke. And her phone lit up and there was a group text without me. And this was the same roommate who, mm. her name's Britta. And I literally got all this anxiety. I was like, oh my gosh, classic. They're talking about me. What did I do? Did I take up the but trash? But it's straight up PTSD. Like you were hurt. So it makes sense to have all of these like thoughts come to your brain. And I was like, they all hate me. And so I literally was bawling, crying, my no. pathetic self. And I go, Britta, what did I do? And then Britta was like, Grace, it's Mardi Gras coming up and we never get to throw you a birthday party because your <gasps> birthday's in June. Stop it. And we wanted to throw you a Mardi Gras party surprise because we know you missed home around this because I grew up near New Orleans. And that was what the grit and she showed me. And I was like, wow, like here I am throwing up all my like that. So just because you had crazy friends doesn't mean you'll always have crazy friends. And we'll do an episode on green flags, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So we learn a lot about ourselves and friendships throughout all the red flags that we experienced. So Grace asked a bunch of people what their crazy friend stories so we are going to read them out i haven't read these so i'm excited to I hear this i wanted kelly's like initial reaction oh, it's gonna be so good. Good. okay i'm excited so one girl had a girl a roommate a college first year roommate steal her car <laughs> her whole car wait well okay it gets okay it gets funny okay that sounds a little dramatic too but it's also it is dramatic okay so this girl she lives in texas she went to university somewhere in texas and she had met her roommate on Facebook like we all do, was so excited. We're just going to call her Kara. The okay. girl's not, name is not Kara, okay? So Kara was met her freshman year roommate, and she went to college. She didn't have a car for a semester, but this girl who submitted this did have a car. And I didn't have a car for a semester of college, did you? You know, I had a car for a semester. It was like a family car. We just passed yeah. it down, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so rich. I'm so, <laughs> so rich. I, I'm kidding. It was like an 04 me, Toyota. We would walk, me and Britta, I'll never forget, we walked to IHOP all the time because it was like the one thing closest because we like didn't have any other restaurants we could get to. Um, we both have, anyways, but so this girl has a roommate named Kara, we're going to call her, and she um, told her, she said, oh, yeah, you can borrow my car if you just ask me like, because I know it's probably hard, which is so nice. And right. She even offered that. Okay, so, but the girl's keys were connected to her, like, ID and, like, her wallet, so she would have to ask her in order to borrow, okay? And that was kind of the plan. Mm -hmm. And so then there was one day she gets a text from this guy who was like, hey, can I, like, get in your car? I left my keys in your car last night. And she goes, oops, wrong number. And he goes, no, actually, your roommate Kara drove me home. Oh. Like, and so she was like, okay, like, yeah. And she got him his keys, and then she was like, hey, Kara, like, honestly – I just want you to ask me next time. It was kind of weird to hear that you were using out with my car last night. Like, she's like, I don't want to bother you. But then she said, happened another time. And so she had already told her, like, hey, please ask. But this is the best part. She was in the drive-thru for Chick-fil-A. So this girl was on, like, a date with her, like, big (laughs) sister for sorority. And she looks in the drive-thru. And as she's, like, eating Chick-fil-A with this girl, she sees that in between two cars is her car. What? With that girl driving. so she, And she had used the first excuse. Like, it was an emergency. He was blackout. And she literally comes up and is like, excuse me. Like, <gasps> she walked up. I yeah. respect she was like, that. You she have to. That's And true. at that point, like, what is her excuse? Like, it's an emergency. I needed to. You're getting lunch, minis. sister. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. 
And so I, I thought that was bad. I'm like, and then she found out because she looked in at what key was in the ignition. Cause she was like, because she had her keys with her. It was her spare key. The roommate found her spare key hidden oh, in her Oh, messy. Room. Well, I was going to say, like, finding a roommate off of Facebook, like, that's just kind of creepy. You're okay, kind of just. that's normal for college. Did I y'all not guess, have, like, a Facebook group so that's popping? I don't Especially know. Especially a lot of people come from out of state. I feel like I'm here posting, uh, my name's, it's like your dating resume. But Literally. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I could not imagine that. Could not imagine that. Okay, here's another one. And this is actually a girl I know who lives in Orlando. Her name is Taylor. She's like, feel free to use my name. So <laughs> she lives lived with all these girls. And so her roommate, one of her roommates, and it happened to her twice, which is just like, what are the odds? Okay. But one of her roommates was her best friend. Okay. And she was dating this guy and she set her up with this guy that she dated. And she was like, oh, like y'all would be perfect together, whatever. Then they were dating. Then she finds out later that she was the best friend of the guy was sleeping with him and before Oh, and during oh, oh. They, yeah is that what I, i'm like okay when girls do that i'm like i just uh, sometimes i'm always thinking about and like literally dating. oh my gosh i'm like they better be married at this point it better be worth it ruin that it friendship but at the same time it. i'm a big believer if they would do it to you then they would do it to again like usually they rarely learn their lessons and i I love girls. I love us. All of that stuff. But it's just hard because we're like, oh, I'm going to change him. I'm going to fix him. I'm like, no, he's probably going to screw you over, too. Oh, my gosh. But girls, we we are kind of mean sometimes. Yes, I have another good one. Um, so there was another girl who said she agreed to be someone. So many roommate stories agreed to be someone's roommate. And then slowly the girl started following and I'm following her boyfriend at the time like and was like trying to hang out with him like trying to message him and she agreed she stopped being roommates with her which i was like good thing mm-hmm. i'm like gosh you can't trust girls okay you can't. and i think this is this is a sad one this is someone like okay because some moms can be so crazy too like okay so also during this time i'll never forget there was a mom in my hometown and like i knew grew newer since i was 10 and she literally posted on facebook after me and my friend were getting in a fight she said when my daughter comes home with drama i say f you and then i tweeted about her and i was like this is me being dramatic too but I, you know i'm a 17 year old i get a pass i said the only thing worse in this town than the stuck up kids are the parents who made them that way which was a sin to say but then the mom texted me like i can't believe you're doing this and i go i can't believe you sent this it said this i sent her screenshot of her facebook f you thing about me and she goes, yeah, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> she didn't even deny it was about me. Like, she's she like, yep, that was me. me. That was bad. Sorry. Well, she even apologize. That's oh, insane. 100%. I could not. I'm trying to think. Of, there's so many good ones. Okay. But this is one girl. She said, my best friend at the time was a pastor kid. One day I was with her family on the way to church and her mom, a.k.a. pastor's wife, was throwing me makeup in the back seat, telling me I need to put on some. Oh. We were going to a very la- laid back non-denominational church and makeup was not a necessity. And I also hate makeup time. So that wasn't a crazy friend story. That was on another like most annoying things Christians ever said. But still, I was like, like rough. I could yeah. not imagine that. But that shows that like, OK, the crazy friends probably had, which that girl probably wasn't a crazy friend. But the, the crazy moms raise crazy kids. And just it gets passed down and honestly just does get passed down time and time again. And then a lot of people said social climbing, which that's like my biggest pet peeve when someone uses you to get somewhere else. I feel like that's something I. And you can always tell with. when they're there just for your connections. It's never an actual friendship. It's always something to, hey, get to know me and then pass on all my information to your other friends. Yeah. They never last. They I'll, truly never there last. There were so many girls. I'm so surprised at how many roommates or friends dated people's ex-boyfriends. And then one girl said her maid of honor stopped talking to her and declined to come to her wedding only a few weeks before her wedding. And we have been best friends for years. Oh, my gosh. 
And I'm like, okay, here's the deal. Unless, okay, I'm trying to think of the excuses that the girl would have. If unless that girl slept with her ex boyfriend or current boyfriend, or she slept with her dad, or <laughs> slept <laughs> with her dad, that's that's <laughs> it. Or like killed her grandma like i'm like i can't think of excuses to not come to someone's wedding if you agree to be the maid of honor like you made a promise like, like brides i don't even know i can't even like give a pass to bridesmaid but maid of honor like you are given such a special position for you to be like hey actually no did she not even put in a reason at all it's just like no, no just never heard see from her again message me anything any anything else i think i said tell me more and she didn't say anything but yeah nope but I'm like, if you make the commitment, unless someone literally screws you over it, like, fall through. Unless there's, like, a literal it's funeral you have to go to. And I'm like, how can you just wake up and decide to not be a good friend? Like, And the thing is, like, me- like weddings are markers in your life. Like, you are now saying that I don't want to be part of your, like, married life anymore. Like, that is, that is a slap in the face. I could not imagine. Yeah. Okay, so when we think about red flags in friendships, what comes to mind for you? Like, okay. immediately things you can notice and you're like, this is going to be a crappy friend. I people gosh people who put so much of their identity in the relationships that they make friendships whatever like when they cannot say that they are anything outside of the relationships it shows that they're already so dependent on the status of being your friend and I can't do and it's kind of like the whole social climbing thing that you were talking about but like it's just such a scary thing for me specifically, because I've been in a scenario where like girls and friends and all of that have kind of just like clung and it's just that very clingy friend to where you don't talk to them for like a month and that's so totally normal and that's natural, but they get this whole crazy mindset of she hates me, she does this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, I don't have, to, I shouldn't have to coddle you. I shouldn't have to pet your ego to make sure that you're good and check in every like two weeks. And I mean like in college, post-grad, all of that, life gets crazy. I should be able to like, you know, yeah. step back for a month and not worry that you're doubting our friendship. But that's just such a huge And I think at least, too, coming from the perspective of post-grad, like, I think what I think of, like, high school friendships and college friendships, I think if someone in college dips out for a month, like, <laughs> that's little, like, or does it not, like, I and guess that's, that's not, because like, you're not in the proximity, but when you're in post-grad, like, you can be in the same city, but 20 minutes from each other, you Oh, know? yeah. You and Kelly are what? 30, 45 About minutes? 30, 30, 45, yeah, I moved out. Yeah, I don't know why Kelly did that dumbest crap ever. Uh, I know, bye. <laughs> But yeah, but like me and Kelly, we talk when we need, like, but we don't like, you know, it's not like, I think anytime someone's codependent on you and like, is also like, I hate when my biggest pet peeve is when people like depend on me for like other friendships too. Like if they feel like I'm this most important thing, like that just like, I get stressed. That I'm is like, a lot of pressure to put on you. They kind of like, it's probably also me just thinking. People care. <laughs> it's like, I am on this pedestal. Someone, okay. I'm going to, then I have, okay. In my, like my first head. I even say, like, okay, I used to ha- had this one friend who once told me I'd look good as a brunette. In that moment, I was like, she's a crappy friend. Like, she is lying. There was, like, girls in high school would say that. And I'm like, okay. and I Kind of like the yes men type of friend where it's like they're going to say yes to literally every idea. I didn't, even, I didn't even say I wanted to dye my hair Oh, brunette. she just, like, randomly. She just said, I think you look good as a brunette. And this oh. is, okay, this was in That's high weird. school. I was actually the same girl. I'll never forget. She probably forgot this. But I'll never forget because on that day, I was like, you know what? I don't think she's a good friend. <laughs> like, because yeah, I was it. like, I know for sure that I would look horrible as a brunette. I am don't have great enough facial structure <laughs> to be a brunette. Okay? Like, I saw the light. To, like, make me less. Also, the friends who would be like, you should wear that. And you know it's the uglier outfit. It's one thing if it happens once. Because you're like, their, their style could just be different. But they're always, like, choosing things that really, you're, like, not. You know that you don't look jealousy. good in that. Because they have jealousy. I don't love that. And, like, jealousy. I think also, if someone is always talking to you bad about others, okay, 
I know gossiping is a sin. Gossip is one thing. If it's like the tea, like, oh, did you hear this person's dating this person? Like, that's not malicious. You know, everyone talks about that, you know. But if someone is always talking bad about someone, and especially their friends, like the other people in your group, I can promise you they're talking bad about you. Oh, my gosh. I was literally in this scenario, like, not too long ago, where I just, like, got really close to this friend. And I remember, oh, my gosh, always listen to your gut. Always listen to your gut. The first time when someone shows you who they are, do not let them show you a second time. Because there was this one girl, I would always remember seeing her talk to people, be so friendly, be so nice. And then two seconds later, completely twist the whole situation like to where she girls. was the victim. And I was like, no, 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 I was there. You're totally fine. You're going crazy right now. And it was just like this weird thing. I always remembered it. And I'm like, Ketley, She's going to do this to you. She's going to do this. How easy she does it to these people, she's going to do it to you. And she did. And I remember, I'm like, I mean, I was I the dumb one? Because I sticked around. I tried to, like, yeah. seek it out like, and all that I'm, stuff. It's like with a guy. You're like, maybe I'm different. Like, I'm just right. so not as annoying as everyone like, else. I, there's like, no. We, we have something special. We like, have no, something special. No, baby. We didn't. <laughs> But it's um, hard. It's hard out here. But I also say on the opposite of what you said of being codependent, I also think when people like only talk about themselves and don't show up for you. I think, uh, yeah. you know, there's sometimes in life, I think I get a lot of girls who say I'm lonely. I feel like I'm always the better friend. You know what? In life I've taken, there are certain friendships that I will always be the better friend, but they're not my best friends. But I'm like, you know what? There are certain people and I'm kind of like missionally supporting them, but I feel like I always invite. I'm always nice. And they always, they will come and they care about me. And it is a red flag if you always invite them and they don't invite you. But there comes to a point where I'm like, you know, I would rather be the nice one. Like, I would rather yeah. be the one who is the better friend. But if they're constantly doing that, they shouldn't be my best friend. Like, they have to go a couple chairs down. You know, like, <laughs> they, like, Let's I want over, a mutual. And I don't even think, people always say friendship is 50-50. I actually disagree with that. Because there will be seasons when, like, your friend goes through a breakup. And you're going to have to put 80%. Because mm -hmm. that person is on their lowest of their low. And there will be seasons that you have to, like, you have to give and get, you know? Yeah. But same time when you have those moments where you were down on your knees like I think about honestly when I was really hurt by a church like and the friends that showed up for me then those are the people that I'm like you know those are my best friends you know right um, because I couldn't give 100% I couldn't give 50 50 like I could only give like 20 I was crying and going along runs and listening to Keisha Kesha <laughs> no okay I have literally been there to where I'm the seven. I'm, you know, really happy and go lucky and blah, blah, blah. Love a good time. Love a good laugh. And when I go through like those hard times, I would literally see people who kind of I started recognizing like they only like me when I'm happy or fun. And like those were the friends that I'm like, OK, can't trust you. This is a huge red flag because the reality, I, I surprise, I have more than one emotion. Um, and then when I would actually show the other emotions when they were as fun or pretty or whatever, like they just like, you know, fall away. And I'm like, OK, that's good to know. But then when they're having the bad day, they expect me to be like, OK, let's go out. Let's have fun, blah, blah, blah. Distract them. And I'm like, where were you? You There's know, multiple levels. I think also another red flag is when people only one if they only talk about themselves and worry about their own problems. Right. But also if they put you in a box, if they are literally, they keep you to the stereotype to mm. other people and they're not trying to get to know you in depth. I think me and my roommate Ramsey were talking about that and I was like, what red flags do you think are in friends? And it was like, when you can't talk about real things. And I think sometimes in seasons, like if you're in college, you may have like a friend that you've seen this one class and there are some people that I was like, crap, I should be friends with them. They're fun. And I did become friends with them. And I, I still be like, 
when they comment on Facebook or if I see their picture, I'll be like, hope you're doing well. Like, you know, there's the this classic. one girl. If Selena's listening to this, Selena, I freaking love you. We had like, <laughs> our senior year, we had four classes together, same major. We just kept having classes together and we didn't even try it. And I was like, and it felt like more depth because we would be honest with each other, even in those short periods of time. But then there were some classes where I just sat next to someone and I was like, hey, how's it going? You got a pin? Like, you know, <laughs> which I was that girl. I'm sorry. And there was actually a girl on the last day of a class who like was like graduating a semester early. She was here, Grace, take all my pins. I also chew on pins. It's one of my bad habits. But anyways, so I just think sometimes you'll have a seasonal friend, a situational friend. That's like, okay, they are in that class. Like there's a reason. But then true friendships are friendships where you have that depth where you're like, okay, Ketley may be fun, but like, yeah, boy sucks. Life is hard. Like she's in her twenties. Bills are overwhelming. Like, let me ask her how she's really doing. And it right. Went, and you know how to get to that. And you have to be that friend. Oh yeah. And like people who don't know how to get to that depth, honestly, just kind of scares me. It's like, do you live in this happy go lucky world your whole life? Like this is not reality. So like friends who can get into those deep conversations and like friends who can like kind of I mean, Grace and I do this really well. Like, not like, we don't argue. We kind of have, like, these, like, little tips. And, like, my wing eight will come wow, out. I don't and, think like, they're tips. I thought we were just talking. Well, like, yeah. We have good conversations. Maybe but this she, is a therapy session. But she, that. like, calls me out. I'll call her, how, her yeah, out. And true. I appreciate that. And I need friends like that who are not always going to be yes men. Of, like, oh, wait. Yeah, you're totally right. Or that does look good on you. Or you do look great as a brunette. Or the friend you know? who's like, oh, he, he totally so into you. You just oh, really. Oh, my god. I'm like, no, tell me that this guy thinks I'm crazy. Tell right. Me, tell me crazy. Tell me him. Like, tell me I'm dramatic like come on and like you need those people around you to like hold you higher and I love that because when you have that yet yeah, those yes men it's kind of like okay you see me in the same spot you want me to be stagnant and it's almost like what, you, what your friend was doing is like okay well I want to be better than you I can see you as a challenge I'm gonna keep you yeah. down here as I'm over here trying to like get better and get like bigger you literally have a boyfriend I like whatever <laughs> like it's like but, I, honestly yeah. still annoys me okay and then also when I, wait, on that note I think like Especially jealousy is so real with friends in a larger standpoint. As in, I know there's probably a lot of single people and we're here both single. It's always hard when that best friend gets a boyfriend. And like now my friends, like I have friends who are married with kids. My best friend Britta, who we were like fun in college together. Like it's weird because we go from like going to the Kappa Sig party to now I see her and her son. And it's so exciting. And you have to celebrate people's seasons changing and not get jealous of it. And I know there are some times that like, there are some friends who have ditched me for the boy and that is the worst feeling, especially as a single girl. But also you have to, as the single one, this is to all my single people out there. You have to learn to celebrate your friend's successes um, and not mourn what you don't have. Like I have officially, and we'll talk about this later, but I've officially set up two couples and I am so <laughs> freaking proud of myself because, and one of them, oh. Ramsey's in this room listening to us and you'll hear more about her cute meat stories. Cute meat stories. I love them. Soon. But I love setting up single friends when I have single friend guys who I know they would fit because I know that those guys wouldn't fit me. And life is not a competition. Like, stop competing against your teammates. Like, if your friend gets a boyfriend, I know it can be, like, so sad. But, like, and tell them. Be like, hey, I'm going to, like, need to, like, take a little step back because this is hard for me right now because right. I'm struggling with my singleness. But learn to celebrate people not think about what you don't have because they're your teammate not a competitor yeah. i don't know do you feel like that's a no thing? definitely i had this friend and will have like she's great jada i'm pretty sure she's listening um but her and i had this mentality and we call it like a grg like game recognized game and it's just like this weird like Ooh. i know and it's just like this weird mentality that a lot of girls especially like you, you have the the confident girls sometimes they come off as aggressive overbearing whatever you want to say but shoot 
convicting it, <laughs> mm. but like I was that I was that in college and I remember I didn't want to be friends with Jada because I saw her as competition so I remember when we finally became friends I was like yeah I like held off for so long because I saw you as like you know I was game you were game like game recognized game and we both saw each other as competitors and I was over here like trying to beat you or like be the better you or whatever it was okay was she the one that you told me that was correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. I could I don't want to say something that's bad not like this would be bad. Is she the one who's also African-American? Yes. And didn't you once tell me that, like, it also felt like... Well, it was also... Yeah, okay, so I was going to go into that. It was also this thing of... we. So I went to uh, PWI, which is a predominantly white institution, and Wow, we were, I've never heard of that term. Really? Yeah, PWI. So basically, her and I were both in leadership, and we're the only, um, like, black girls in some type of leadership role. I was at Res Life. She was SGA, marketing, whatever. And I remember when I first met her, it was kind of like this sizing <laughs> like we we're both like sizing each other up like hey how are you where are you from like kind of just kind of recognizing each other and then after a while it's like why are we competing like you know like it wasn't there wasn't many of us in those spaces in those rooms so we both had this like real moment of like we should not be competing right now and wow. that was like one of like the deeper lessons that i learned in that like season of life of like okay i don't always have to be competing and where have i learned this awful mentality like it was just I can be friends and I can lift each other. I can lift her up. She can, she lifts me up. And now we're both in different seasons. And I do celebrate when she goes through something that I can't really relate to. And she celebrates, you know, when she can't relate to something of mine rather than just kind of like dipping. I'm like, okay, don't get it. Whatever. Bye. But her and I like grown so much in that. And that was something, and we'll definitely get into this when we talk about green flags, but um, her and I have both grown separately. So when we do meet, we can like have these powwows of like, okay, how can you be bigger? How can you be better? How can you be stronger? Um, but I freaking love her. She's amazing. And I like strive to honestly be her sometimes. Okay. I also want to ask you like right. as a minority, what is like a red flag, especially when you've been in like white groups that you feel like you're being like, you? do you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, no, no. Yes, definitely. I feel Can't like least grab more wine. Too. She's like, to, if yeah, I'm talking we're going to get into this. I'm talking about POC <laughs> crap. Then we're going to get into this. Chris better be supplying wine. Oh, yes. Um, But a big one that I'll for I'm, you while you talk. Oh, thanks. A big one for me is when I'm constantly teaching, when I constantly come into conversations where they're like, so tell me what's it like to be like black <laughs> and i'm like uh, how do you how do you when you wake you, up like how do you feel how do you feel is it, what's like, it like to be a minority i know literally and i'm like do, do you want a powerpoint like do you want like a you know a little dance and sh- like how do you want this but i have so many amazing friends that i like respect and this again will be on the green flag podcast um who come into the conversation already educated. Like if I'm if I'm coming in and they're just like, teach me, teach me, teach me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's just like, okay, well now you're wanting me to bear my traumas. You're wanting me to start. And it's a hard conversation to have to where I'm over here like, okay, yes, this is hard. This is exhausting. And then you're like, wow, that was so good. Anyway, bye. And I'm like left here with my like wounds open out. And then you can like kind of carry on with um, about your day. So it just gets frustrating for me when I'm constantly in those rooms teaching and like trying not to and almost honestly being like the spokesperson on behalf of all like minorities, which is not real. You're like, I am an African-American woman and that is something I'm so proud of. But like, I want you to come in not feeling like I can fit this other mold that I'm just a friend, you know, like, right. And it's like, it's, and that's something I do appreciate about my good close friends because they do 
recognize that. And that kind of goes back to the whole hard conversations thing. Like, we can have the hard conversations because they're not going to just ignore the fact that I do go through different, like, trials and struggles, but they're going to be like, okay, well, I read this article. I have this book for you, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about this. And I'm like, thank you. Like, you know, and I'm not coming in with, like, this whole teacher mantra or whatever, but really just, like, wanting to converse and talk and honestly vent some days and, like, friends who are not and not, like, to- shy around it. I feel oh, like that's yeah. also probably an awkward thing. You're like, I don't – it's like when people say the colorblind thing, you're like, I'm obviously like that's black. That's a really like, bad thing to yeah. be colorblind. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm obviously black. And so this is a part of me. And as a friend, like this is part of me just like, and it's not just like, um, obviously this does not relate to it at all, but like, I gotta not say like, I'm working on that guys. So I'll get better <laughs> if you hear me saying it, but especially the way you said that you feel like you have to be the teacher sometimes. And once you're the teacher, you feel like you can't be the friend. This is not the same instance. This is not at all on the same level. But sometimes I feel like as an author, or if, if my friends text me asking me how to write a book, I know they don't mean to be annoying, but like, it's like someone being like, how did you do your career in five easy steps? Please go. Right. You know, and I'm like, did you, did you not see all these years of me trying? Or especially using me for just advice because, I mean, I give advice for a living, but I'm like, what about me? I need advice still. Like, I'm still girl texting the wrong guys, you know? <laughs> like, please. And obviously that is not the same level of trauma. Oh, no. And I think and that, like, but I think we can all feel right. on some level used for the wrong reasons. But this is a good lesson for people that just because you see in that times are now talking about like African-Americans, I'm sure during like the Black Lives Matter, people were like, I stand with you, which is like so sweet. But like actions speak louder than words right you know like right. what are you doing like don't ask me what books to read there's a great web and internet and resources and like i'm sure you have to point people to them and like i'm sure you also enjoy pointing people to good resources but remembering that your friend is first a friend not a resource and i think that's like really good too because i feel like we both can relate to this like almost mom type friendship or mom role in the friendship to where we are constantly the ones like taking care of and like teaching and like caring for and that's kind of like that 80 20 but like the whole, the whole friendship time. at that exactly. point i'm like this is a mission and i really hope i can love this person like jesus but like and i care about them but they ain't a bridesmaid like they <laughs> they may not even be invited to the wedding they are just like you're not a bridesmaid maybe who, <laughs> like i feel like a lot of energy is drained and i don't yeah. mind doing it because i care for them um but if there's ever a moment where i cannot depend on them or i can't like you can't teach me things or like i want to learn from you too and i want to be you know led from your wisdom as well if i can't do that then i'm kind of like the one that's always exhausted and the one that's always like wow i if i you know get stuck on the you know side of the road flat tire i'm not calling you that's just so true like in the moment who will be able to help you um like, right. I even think of, like, my friends who have helped me in those last, the moments that, like, I've been at my low. Or even as in college when I got too drunk and the friends, like, obviously not doing it every weekend or whatever. But, like, the importance of doing it. You know, like, about those moments that I was too drunk that my friend picked up the pieces for me. Like, those right. are the moments where I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, and it's those moments where you can just, like, breathe. And you're like, oh, my, I'm supported. I have a community. Like, I can relax and I can breathe. Yeah, you can be honest about your sins, but convicted about your sin. And that's another, like, with the whole, like, say no to yes men. <laughs> like, you, they are going to still hold you higher. They're going to be, like, the next morning after they've, you know, t- taken off your makeup and, like, brushed your hair and fed you food. They're like, hey, you can't do this again. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. And I appreciate those friends that are still going to push you to be better. 
I love that. No, awesome. Okay, so last thing I'm going to read before we do our sponsored post. And guys, remember, our sponsors are not payments. They are just mentally who got us here today because <laughs> we are broke. Once again, still on our plastic flip cup table. And we still need to get to 5,000 subscribers and 5,000 followers on our podcast. But other than that, okay, a lot of people, I want to know how people found, like, their best friends because a lot of people are like, I don't know how to find friends. And I get that it's such a lonely feeling. And if that's you listening here today, the first thing I'd say is, I think we talk so much about praying for a future husband. Pray for your bridesmaids. Like, that is, mm. like, Mm-hmm. some of the best people in your life you haven't met yet i didn't meet ketley till like post-grad like basically post-grad almost post 2018 four years ago yeah and we oh, didn't even yeah. become good friends i want to say till 2019 that's like, true like yeah. so we met and then i was like you know i really like the energy ketley had like and then i went on my way like i told her about camp and then when she came home i was like let's get lunch like it starts off slow it's like mm-hmm. a date and like you just put yourself out there in friendships and sometimes and we met literally just sitting next to each other at a church that we both don't really go to anymore. Right? Like, and here we are. What, four years? Best thing it later? gave me, um, besides, like, the anxiety. Um, I'm just kidding. Someone's listening from there, but I hope you're doing good. Um, <laughs> but that is not my current church. It is my old church. Um, anyways, I was reading people, and they said middle school, which I'm like, good for you if you had a friend since middle school. I will say one of my friends I've had since eighth grade got engaged. And oh, oh, eighth grade. Wow. I know. PE, we had first hour PE together we were both stuck in that wow i know chloe's like chloe's listening and she's so sweet and she's great she's red hair so i always got like into the taylor swift song like sit in class next to a redhead name chloe and soon enough your best friends you know it's like perfect she wrote it for you i know it's, she says abigail but i just always switched them <laughs> um people said college sorority college ministry i heard of someone saying that they were like playing uno with at the church they uh, like at that church in their for their college ministry but they didn't they were like the first week of school they just finished class they were doing that like what do i do you know that first week right. of school you're like what do i do what do i do and she saw people playing uno and they offered her and she's like that's kind of weird but like i guess i'll play uno and that ended up being the college ministry she's now friends with isn't that yes, sweet um She's from Mexico and I'm from Italy and it was while babysitting. One that is so cool. Someone babysitting in which country? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) America. Honestly, me in the middle. Okay, acquaintances in hometown, but grew up close together when we roomed together in college. Those are sweet. It's fun when you like known each other for a while and you're like, you didn't expect that, you know? Right. Love that. Um, the womb, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Were they twin sisters? I don't know. Catherine Dooley. So, Catherine Dooley, if you, I guess they had to be, have a twin. Right? Yeah, I must. Sports, mission trips, youth groups, college ministries, after graduation. Okay, there was one really sweet story. You're going to love this, Ketley. Someone had, their aunt was like sick, and she had a nurse who was young, and she, the aunt who was sick was offered the nurse to go to church with her. And then while at church, the aunt's nurse met her niece, mm-hmm. and then they became best friends. She was her maid of honor. <gasps> And she sent me a picture, and her aunt died. And she said, now when she has that friend, it always reminds her of her. Oh, my gosh. That is sweet. That's what goes for trust your family. They know you. Honestly, yeah. I love that. How did you meet one of your best friends besides me? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Besides grades. We'll Um, talk more in the green flags. Well, I'm going to sponsor this episode to Club Penguin because that's (laughs) – how I not only met, but like reconnected. Were you the person on Club and like, who wants to date me? Who wants to be my boyfriend? Hey, I remember that. Like always just like throwing out all your information on the internet, which is now what we do for like Sitting on the ice, letting it tip. Uh, yes. Uh, oh my goodness. The but okay, literally on. it was, it was my fifth grade. Oh my gosh. And she's definitely listening. And every time I'm I saying tell. saying that. Like, I know you're watching. I not. know you're. Right. <laughs> 
But she every time I tell her, yeah, or tell people, yeah, like we're best friends since fifth grade. She's always like, yeah, Kelly was my bully. And she always starts with that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was That's in fifth funny. grade. I was a mean girl in elementary school. I repented. I'm new. Better to be the mean girl in elementary school than the mean girl in middle school. Oh, yes. Because the mean girl like, in middle school like ruins everyone and they will forever remember it. Oh, yeah. You don't know what you're doing the in elementary school. The mean girl in elementary school says Santa's not real and like laughs. Oh, yeah. That was that was literally what I did in elementary school. But we were friends in fifth grade and then we lost touch um, that summer. And then middle of sixth grade, we randomly joined like the same like server and like the different server and like iceberg and like all hey, that stuff. Did you see who's your friend or you added them as friends? Well, we were already friends and, and then we randomly like, Sorry, yeah. it's all coming back to <laughs> all coming back no literally and we randomly saw each other i think it was like at like the pizza palace or whatever and we're like what was oh. your username say it right now ah oh my gosh it's so embarrassing it was candy girl kv7 i candy remember girl. That. was that when like the Lil wayne song take me to the candy shop no, i'm gonna be I'm so honest that. i probably was probably around that time but like me like a lollipop that was a shout out to Lil wayne <laughs> this episode sponsored, sponsored by Lil wayne <laughs> but we randomly just like i like sent her my phone number and that was, it had to be like 2005, I can't do math, so sorry. It was basically like sixth grade. And I sent her my phone number through Club Penguin. She calls me, and ever since then, we've been best friends. And she's literally, oh, she's so crazy. I love her to death. But that was how we met slash reconnected. I'm not a bully anymore. And she will always say that. So if she's told you that I'm a bully, it's it was the past. And I've grown from that. But that's my little cute meat but best friend edition. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to sponsor this to all my college best friends. I will say I went to college. And I didn't even meet them the first semester of college. Really. I mean, I met Britta. And then the other ones, we just kind of randomly roommate together a sophomore year. I think I met my friend Nora. And Nora's, like, complete opposite of me. She's so bougie. She came in all well-dressed. My hair wasn't brushed. I was like, who is this, like? And she calls herself hot Asian. So, like, I can say that. Like, she's, like, I'm, like, I just love little hot Asians. Like, she would always, when she rushed, would, like, look for, like, an Asian girl. Because we were, like, mainly, like, a, like it was Baylor University, like, Pi Phi. I think it's fair to say it was mainly white. And she's, like, where's the Asians? Like, she would always, like, be, like, yeah. Seek it out, like, sister. Anyways. <laughs> She was so, like, way more ma- well-maintained than me. And, like, Lauren, who was just, like, came randomly rooming with us junior year. Like, I didn't even meet one of my best friends. We were bridesmaids till junior year of college. And Dresden. And they were, like, all, like, the missing pieces I need. And I feel like I prayed for mm-hmm. for so long. And Chloe and Paige from high school, too, are so great. And so many of my camp friends. But if you're out there and you're feeling lonely, like, trust me, like, pray for your bridesmaids. Pray for the people who are going to be in your life. Like, you may have had some crazy friends in the past. And, like, that sucks. And, like, what did Little Wayne say? You had a lot of crooks trying to steal your heart. You know, <laughs> you had a lot of crooks trying to tell you what friendship was, and they sucked at it, you know? Oh, my gosh. But don't create so much boundaries. I think I heard Jenny Allen say this, that, like, you forget how to, like, be honest. One, about, like, your sin and yeah. your conviction. But also, don't create so many boundaries that you just forget how to love people and trust people because you have to learn to trust again. Like, just because you've been hurt in the past does not mean you're going to be hurt in your future. Like, red flags suck. Like, notice it. Like, stay away from people like that. But, like, also trust that there's green flags out there. And that's why we're oh, doing a green flags episode, definitely. too. Yeah, and I think, like, a big thing is I messed up in some of my, like, greatest friendships and not understanding how they receive love. And I would only do it in the ways that I receive love. And for me, I'm, like, trying and, like, hanging out with them all the time. And they're over here like, why? 
why are you at my house all the time? I just like, you know, want gifts or like want like physical touch or whatever it was. And it was just like truly just like knowing your friends and like sometimes it's just lonely because you truly just don't understand or I guess like have that language set in place of how you guys receive love. So it just really it's a, it's a dance. You figure I, it out. I also think the least toxic thing you can say is that you've been a toxic person before. Like I think people throw away toxic around too much. Also that annoys me the crap. I don't know why I just said it in two times in one sentence. Like, <laughs> that is so toxic. She is so toxic. I'm like we've all been toxic. We're, we've all had My a toxic Britney moments. Spears is toxic. Like toxic um. can be a great sassy thing. <laughs> Uh, but it's my personality. But at the end of the day, like I have been a crappy friend before too. In order to be a good friend, I have to admit where like I didn't measure up where I was dramatic, where I was too invested, where I cared more about my sorority to make friendships than I did about like just meeting real people. You know, there were so many times yeah. I did that. And so in order you have to realize that you've been a red flag, notice your red flags, get better. Like I'm sure that girl, like she could tell you crazy things I did. We probably were not good friends for each other. We were not a match, you know? <laughs> um I don't know where they would have been, but, you know, I'm sure oh there gosh, was something. No. I'm like, yeah. be aware, but I'm out. not. They'll call yeah. you out. And so I just wanted to say that, like, we've all been a red flag before. Notice your red flags. Be a good friend. But Oh, definitely. And it takes some time. It takes some time. And good friends that call you out in that. And it's funny because I, yes, best friend, met her when I was her bully. But we have now, she is the mean one. And I always have to call her out when she's being mean. And You're a bully. At, I was a bully. But I'm like, you know, game recognized game. Bring it full circle. So she's a I was a bully. She was a bully. So um, I want to thank you guys for just joining us, um, hanging out, talking about red flags. Please be on the lookout for our green flags episode. We don't want to leave you here on this. Yeah, just friends sucks. Topic. Negative Nellies. Just no, saying. no. We're also going to talk about our good friends. So look out for that next episode. Love you and catch you, yeah. catch you later. And remember, we're still on We cannot afford furniture. So... <laughs> Follow us, subscribe to us, please. Support your friends. Support Water into Wine, a yes. booming ministry <laughs> and booming podcast. And Say you're your new here best first. friends. Your <laughs> new best friends. Say you were here first. You know, follow us on Instagram, Water into Wine podcast. Follow us each individually on Instagram. I'm sure you can find it on there because I don't know Ketley's Instagram off the top of my head because I am a red flag of a friend. I'm just oh my gosh! Anyway, no.